Hi, you're listening to Putting the D in Dissertation, a podcast about the misadventures of a Kingston grad school. This podcast contains explicit material, so if you're under the age of 18, please ask a parent or guardian for permission to listen. I'm your host, Magic, and this is episode three of Putting the D in Dissertation. So I'm going to be honest, I've tried to record this episode five different times in the last two days. At first, I tried recording with a script that I wrote, and I hated the script, and I hated how it sounded. Um, Then I kept trying to record, being like, okay, let's follow it as an outline, and that didn't work. And then... I don't know, something happened and I got in this really weird headspace and it just turned into me venting and not even really talking about things in the order I wanted to. And I think that really illustrates the struggle and how I felt these last two weeks since the second episode. I've had good things happen and I've had things that I've enjoyed, but there's just been so much struggle. So... I want to first start talking about my experience and my frustrations with my classes. Not even really in a kink context, just talking about my classes. I've been really struggling with feeling disappointed and frustrated and annoyed with my classes. A lot of this annoyance comes from one professor in particular because she's incredibly inexperienced. And she's very nice, but very inexperienced and things are very vague readings are excessive, um, no one can get a straight answer out of her, and it just genuinely feels like she doesn't care about the time being taken for us to learn. And I'm not the only one who feels this way. I've spoken to several of my classmates about this, and I am considering going to the head of the department being like, hey, this is going on, just so you're aware. I don't think you can fix anything, but just so you know. But I've been really frustrated because I feel like I'm not learning anything productive. I'm not learning anything new in my classes thus far. I'm then doubly frustrated with myself because I feel like I'm some snob snubbing my program saying it's not good, and that's not at all the case. The conversations and material and discussions I've had thus far Um, now coming into the fifth week of classes, has been great. It's been wonderful. It's somewhat what I expected, but I've not learned anything new. And we're, what I feel is past the point of where we're just reviewing things to kind of get people up to speed. None of this is new to me. It's frustrating because, while on one level, a lot of you are thinking, well, you can just get an easy A and skirt through everything just fine. That is not at all the case. I have ADHD, so if I don't find something interesting, I'm not going to do it. I have to actively wrestle my brain to do things. So I have spent the last two weeks panic reading our assignments and trying to finish assignments last minute, um, and then having to skip readings and not do them, and thus being unable to participate in class half the time because we're discussing specific points of the reading. So I am not skirting by, I am struggling a lot because I'm bored. 
And because all of my classes are virtual, it makes it so much easier to just click around on my laptop and chat with people, scroll through social media. Hell, at one point, I even took out my sketchbook and started drawing porn. On the off chance my classmates are listening to this, you didn't hear that. But for the most part, I am enjoying my time with in my classes, despite my frustrations. Um, one of the projects I've been working on for one of the classes is looking at different objects and how they can be used to educate about AIDS activism in the leather community and how basically most early activism came out of the community. And it's been really interesting. My professor loves it. And one of my classmates actually DM'd me thanking me um, for talking about kink stuff in an academic context. Because the first object that I selected to be my example of this was the relatively well-known uh, Use a Rubber poster by Tama Finland. Um, and then I supplemented with some things that I could access via a uh, digital collection of the Leather Archives and Museum um, to add on to like this information and the story to it. And my professor loved it. She thought it was incredible. She was like, I'm learning so much from this and this is very exciting. And one of my classmates actually asked the question um, of why the juxtaposition of sex and aid. And so I responded kind of with the idea of like, well, why is it a, a juxtaposition? Why can't, why is sex and community welfare put in juxtaposition? Which then brought up like conversations of like kind of topics of like homophobia and purity culture that I, that's kind of the point of the thing that I'm trying to get at as to why folks don't know about this history and this story and why a lot of these organizations that I'm talking about ended up being moved in a, to association with organizations that are not leather associated. It was really exciting. It was really awesome. And I'm super happy to keep going on with it. And I'm starting to have hope for like some of my coursework now that I'm being able to work and talk about leather things. And I think that might actually be what I make my capstone um, about. Sorry, I just, I'm coming to that realization as I'm sitting here of like that, that would be a good capstone. Um, yeah, so I think I might have my capstone project. Um, so one of my friends um, brought to my attention the Community Academic Consortium for Research on Alternative Sexualities, or CARAs. CARAs? CARAs. And how they have like research like assistance and mentorship programs. And I haven't had time to look really in depth into them, but they look very interesting and I'm very excited to potentially be involved um, with them. So there is that as well. Also, to my friend, because I know you're listening, I'm still I'm I'm still working on those little doodles for your desk, but they're coming. I'm working on them. They'll be there eventually. But I guess kind of moving on, um, I have hope for my schoolwork, but I don't, I'm having a hard time having hope for the community. With the events I've been going to, everyone's been very nice, but every time I go to an event, it either feels lackluster or something happens. And I've only gone to five events, I know there's more opportunities, 
and I know things are really on the down low because of the pandemic and it's not safe and I might not even be doing events anymore outside of kinky college in about two weeks because I'm demo bottoming. It's hard to be hopeful about this community when my experience has been just kinksters, no leather. It's hard, it's hard to be, it's hard to want to be involved with the community when it feels, when I still feel like I'm the only one who's taking this community seriously. And I hate to say it that way, but that's what it feels like. That's how I feel. I want to be involved in this community, but it's, the conversations I want to have just aren't happening with the people around me um, that I've been meeting. And I know part of that is probably because I am new and they don't know who I am. There just hasn't been that connection. I've gone to plenty of communities where there has been that connection, like right off the bat, we're talking, we're discussing things, we're getting to know each other. And in most of the events I go to, just sitting there, just kind of anxious, just like, I don't know how to interact with them. Part of that may be because I'm not pretending I'm not autistic um, as much as I used to. It's hard talking to these folks that know each other so well um, that there is not much for me to help with. Like, I got an email to volunteer with GDE2, um, but I don't even know if I can. I signed up to volunteer with the Leather Archives, but I haven't heard anything back. I should probably email them, but I haven't heard anything back from them. Um, it's been probably a week and a half since I filled out that volunteer application form. Anytime something goes wrong or people don't talk to me, it just feels like I'm not supposed to be here. And it's really frustrating. Everyone's really nice, but it just doesn't feel right. Which is hard because for so long, I felt like Chicago was supposed to be the place that I was supposed to be. And just in these first five weeks, it doesn't feel like that. In all honesty, the thing that's rung very hard in my mind um, was almost a, a year ago when I was talking to someone, um, I mentioned that I was going to be going to grad school in Chicago, and they very flatly and blatantly said, oh, the Chicago community sucks. And... That's just been ringing in my mind after every time something goes wrong at an event or I feel not welcome or it just doesn't feel genuine and it sucks and I'm trying so damn hard to be hopeful and to try and build that community around me and hoping I can in the future and just keep telling myself it's because of the pandemic the people that you would probably like the most are not coming out because they are disabled and at risk. That's why you're not finding the people that you really want to talk to. And I'm really hoping that's the answer. I'm really hoping that's the answer. Because while I am so much happier living here and being on my own and not living with my parents anymore, I'm going nuts without a community. I am very alone. And that's probably the thing I've been struggling with the most is it doesn't feel like I'm in school because all my classes are virtual. It doesn't feel like I'm in a community or I have anyone around me, even though I have 
so many friends. They're just not here. And it hurts. And it kind of kind of sucks because like I I would love to talk in more detail about the people the handful of people I've met already, but I don't even necessarily feel like I'm allowed to ask them if I can talk to them talk about them on the podcast because I feel like we're not that close. Um the other day when I was talking to someone new that's been loosely involved in the Chicago community for a while, because they're not from they're not originally from Chicago. They used to be, live out on the West Coast. I think they said Seattle. They said, yeah, the Chicago community feels small. So the more people I talk to, the more it kind of confirms the Chicago the Chicago community is a mess. That's why I never heard about it when I was learning about leather communities in the United States. When I was learning about the kink communities and things that go on. That's why I never heard about anyone or from Chicago or any of the dungeons from Chicago. So here I am sitting here being like, well, I guess I can step away and focus on my studies and hope that the pandemic eventually eases so it's safer and more people come out. I can keep going to events or I can do what I said I was not going to do and start an event even just virtually so yeah those are my options i'm sorry this episode got a little intense it's been a rough week a really rough week i'm gonna try and be hopeful and i'm going to focus a lot on my studies because my professors love what i'm doing in talking about the leather community and the angle that i'm taking i'm gonna try try my damnedest to be a functional adult. Probably stress bake a lot, and I'm gonna maybe have an answer in the next two weeks of what I'm gonna do about the kink community. That, or by then I'm gonna be panicking about kinky college. Um, but before I close out today, I have a very big favor to ask of y'all. My partner uh, has a GoFundMe going to help them cover expenses at, while they're recovering from a car accident. Um, I'm going to be putting the link to the GoFundMe in the description of the episode. Please, please either share or donate um, if you're able to. It would mean a lot. But till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Putting the D in Dissertation. You can find us on Twitter at D in Dissertation, on Instagram at Putting the D in Dissertation, on Tumblr, Putting the D in Dissertation.tumblr.com, and on Facebook. You can also keep up with Magic by checking out their website, TheMagicOfService.com, finding them on FetLife, Magic underscore of underscore service, and on TikTok as Magic of Service. Transcripts of the episode will be posted within the week after each episode is posted on FetLife, Magic's website, and on the Tumblr. <laughs>